0: Michigan Rundown Podcast. Two, Chapman, three. Michigan wins! At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win. Presented by Jake Singer. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Michigan Rundown Podcast. My name is Jake Singer. And on today's episode, I want to speak to you all about Michigan's starting lineup on the offense for the 2020-2021 season for the football team. Now, this week is game week. We have Minnesota this weekend. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity for myself and for you all to get to know who I believe will be our starting offensive lineup. Now, a lot of Changes have occurred this year. Guys have gone to the NFL. uh, Players have opted out. Others are preparing for the NFL. And because of that, our team is going to look a lot different on the field this year than it did last year. That said, that is not necessarily a bad thing. Because we have been struggling to really find that spark in the Michigan offense and defense that can push us to the next level to possibly beat Ohio State and move on to a national championship run. I don't know if we're going to be there yet this year, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the players this year are, a lot of them, very young players. So if we can perform really well this year, I think that will show really great progress in the future. So without further ado, let me get into the Michigan starting lineup for the offense for this year's football season. To start, of course, we're going to go with quarterback, and without a doubt, it's going to be Joe Milton. Dylan McCaffrey has unfortunately entered the transfer portal, but it's really due to his competition with Joe Milton over the offseason, and it really was looking like Joe Milton was going to beat out Dylan McCaffrey anyways for the starting job. So Dylan McCaffrey, is going to take his talents elsewhere we don't know where yet but we wish him the best that all said joe milton is michigan's starting quarterback this season he you know he's probably has one of the biggest arms in college football i mean we haven't really seen much of him in actual games but his arm is insane also, he puts a lot of work in, and the players around him already see him as a leader, which is really, really good for a young quarterback like himself. The question will really be his accuracy and his control, because when he does come into games, he does, he is definitely a QB run threat. That said, he hasn't thrown the ball that much, so we have, it's, there's a lot of unknowns when it comes to his accuracy and control when he throws and when he's leading this offense. But if he can master his accuracy and control paired with his running capability and limiting turnovers that he causes himself, I think this could be a really, really, really great opportunity for him and for the Michigan football team. Our backup since Dylan McCaffrey has left will be Cade McNamara. Even though McCaffrey has transferred, McNamara is actually a pretty solid backup. Um, He, again, was Actually, a part of somewhat of his QB battle, and a lot of scouts on the Michigan team and people within the Michigan football program have said that he is almost equivalent to Dylan McCaffrey talent wise. I'd hesitate to believe that just yet, but um, you know there will definitely be some upside in the future. And for some reason, Joe Milton goes down you know, at least we do have a backup that we can trust, that I trust, that can lead this Michigan offense and it won't just take the season. So, if I were to give this position a grade, I would say a B- minus at the moment. This is on a scale of an A to an F. Now, the reason for that is just because there's a lot of unknowns. We haven't really seen much of Joe Milton or McNamara to this point, and we won't really know anything until they get on that field. They have a pretty tough matchup to start against Minnesota, and since we're only playing Big Ten teams this season, it will be great competition For both of these quarterbacks. That said, I do believe they can step up to the challenge, and if both of the and if hopefully Joe Milton stays healthy this entire season, and he can hone in on his talents, I think this quarterback group can really go great places in the future. So moving on from quarterback, I wanted to then talk about the running back situation. So my starter this year is definitely without a doubt Zach Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Played last year. So now he's a veteran. He comes in as a second year and, you know, he really has five-star talent despite that not making, despite him not necessarily being a five-star coming out of high school for sure. Now, I think everybody will believe he has five-star talent. He, you know, has great speed, great vision, and he had a monster beginning of last year as the year went on. They kind of went away from the run game because we tended to be behind in games. That said, if the run game can be equally as capable as the passing game, I think Zach Charbonnet will have a really, really big second year. Um, I think he's capable of going to the NFL. I think he's capable of being one of the top backs in the in college football. That said, again, he still has a little bit more proving to do. Um, Not necessarily on the goal line, but really in passing down situations, as well as really first down situations and getting a lot of yardage on those first downs. My backup is Chris Evans. Now, Chris Evans is definitely going to be our team's primary pass target. He has been with the team now for a few years. And now that he's coming back after missing last year, I think he could be a really, really great third down pass back. Um, I think he could be a really good mix with Zach Charbonnet, who's not as much of a passing back but when we put Chris Evans in there he can definitely be a reliable back some other notable backups we have Hassan Haskins um, who's right below Evans but that being said he is an all-around runner and really can do anything he can catch he can run and you know we now we have a solid number 3 on our depth chart so forever for whatever reason if either Charbonnet or Evans gets injured or really if Haskins is performing really well in practice look to see him make the field as well so my grade for the running backs is definitely going to be an a minus i think they have extreme upside they're already coming in coming in with a lot of talent and a lot of people expect them to perform really well so if they can live up to that hype i think we can have a really really strong running back core next i want to speak about the wide receiver group now our wide receivers this year are going to be very very different from what we're used to having at in in the michigan wide receiver position we're used to having guys like Devin Funches and amari darbo and Nico Collins, who are all very big wide receivers. That said, now that Nico Collins has signed an agent and he will not be returning this season, we have a lot of speed threats at the wide receiver position. So my three starters will be Giles Jackson, Ronnie Bell, and Cornelius Johnson. Jackson has definitely become one of the team's stars in his second season. He has all the tools to be a huge playmaker and just really a down-the-field threat. He has speed, he has really good route running ability, and you know he should, you should really look forward to seeing him getting the ball a lot, especially with Joe Milton being a first-year starter. He's going to look for those guys who are his primary targets, and I think Giles Jackson is one of those people. Also, we have Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell really came onto the scene last year, um, and you know, some would argue he was our second best wide receiver behind Nico Collins. He's definitely gonna be one of our lead receivers on the outside with Giles Jackson in the slot. And, you know, that should also, you should also, though, see him in the slot, too. As I said, all these guys can play slot in the outside, and they're all major speed threats. That said, Ronnie Bell will also be a starter for sure on this team. Also, Cornelius Johnson. He this is gonna be a second year, and we haven't really seen much of him, but he's a really fast guy. He's fast, he's six foot two. And he's really taken the weight program since he's come into the Michigan um, football program. And he will definitely, or not necessarily definitely, but hopefully he could be a breakout player this season. I'm expecting some big things from a fast, big guy like Cornelius Johnson. Some other guys you might see in the slot will be Mike Sanristale, um who's a really good sophomore slot receiver, you know, It's going to be hard to keep him off the field, especially with a stacked wide receiver core. So definitely see him on special teams plays. And when we have four wide receiver sets, he will definitely be in there in the slot. Um, So and then, of course, we have guys like Roman Wilson and A.J. Henning, who we might not see that much, but both of them are small, fast wide receivers that hopefully if we can progress with them, they will be some big targets in the future. So my grade for the wide receiver room is going to be a B plus. I think our slot receivers alone could be an A minus. That said, there is just, again a lot of proving to do. There's not much uh, there's not much of a veteran group with this wide receiver court. That said there's definitely a huge upside. I either see this wide receiver group, you know, booming or busting. There's really no in between. Either they're gonna get open and they're gonna be some big targets for Joe Milton with his huge arm or we're really going to struggle. So it's really we're really just going to have to wait and see after the first game and after really they kind of get adjusted to this new season before we can make some big judgments with this wide receiver group. Next, I want to talk about our tight ends. Now, again, Michigan has had some really good tight ends in the past, especially most recently with Jake Butt and Sean McCune. But this year, Nick Eubanks is coming back, and he is definitely one of the – more uh veteran players on this offense he is still more of a receiver than a blocker so he's definitely going to be another receiver threat for joe milton um that said you know he's extremely you know versatile he still can block and has a massive catch radius that you know he he had he, he led the team he was number two on the team last year excuse me behind nico collins in catches last year so I'm really excited to see what he can do. We'll see if he, you know, can come into the role of being our tight end one, but right now, um we're just really going to have to wait and see what happens. Um our backup of course is Eric All. He's a rising sophomore and you know, I think the coaching staff really hopes he can be the future at this position. I won't be surprised if he does become our tight end one during the season, uh, as he passed next Eubanks, just because Eubanks is more of a catch threat and tight ends, you know, need to be blockers as well. And I think all is a little, is more of a, more willing of a blocker than Eubanks is that being said, um, he's, I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. He has a massive upside. He definitely will have to work on his, uh, his catching ability. He has a huge catch radius, which is really, you know, key, um. So we'll have to we'll have to see if he has if he's enough to become our tight end one. That being said, those two guys, Eric All and Nick Eubanks, definitely look forward to seeing on the field our tight end position. So overall, I rate our tight ends at a B minus, just because. Again, it's all about that upside. You know, you don't want to predict too high too early, and these guys still have stuff to prove. That being said, they have the ability to have that major upside. Next, I want to go into our offensive line. Now, at starting left tackle, I have Ryan Hayes. Now, he had a fill-in last year when John Runyon went down, and he was slightly underweight, but he still did look really good. He sh- easily should stay on the field, and he should easily be our starting left tackle. Um, and he's definitely a huge name to look out for. The coaches love him. He's performing really well. And of course, as I said last year, when he had a fill-in for John Runyon, um, he didn't struggle too much. So many projectors actually already that he will be a first-round pick. I think it's way too early to tell. But um, my prediction is we shouldn't have too much trouble on the left tackle side. Starting right tackle, coming back, luckily, is Jalen Mayfield. First-round draft pick, without a doubt. And he would have been, even if he didn't, didn't come back this year. And he actually found more success against Chase Young than any other team last season. So look for the right tackle position at Jalen Mayfield. He's coming back. He's not going to the draft just yet. He's going to have one more season. He's definitely going to go to the draft after the season. But just look for him to be an outstanding right tackle and leader on this offensive line. Um, starting at right guard, I have Andrew Stuber. He probably would have started at right tackle if Jalen Mayfield didn't come back. Um, and also, he tore his ACL last season. But he's a very, very solid option to have. I don't think we should have much issues with him at right guard. At starting center, I have Andrew Vastardis. Vastardis is a fifth year senior um, who actually walked on, and he's gotten a lot of praise from the coaching staff he has been in the two deep for a while now and he's finally getting a chance after five years to start so he definitely has a lot to prove but he's made it this far and i expect that momentum and that confidence to carry him throughout the season at center at left guard i have chuck Fili- filiaga so um i mean filiaga is not necessarily a spectacular pick at the left guard position, but he was a former top 150 recruit, and he finally looks to start after his in his fourth season at Michigan. So it's really a make-or-break year, just like Vastardis. Both of those guys are, you know, four or five years now with this program, finally getting a chance to start, and it's really their position to lose. I mean, if they don't perform that well, then maybe somebody else will come up behind them, like uh, Carson Barnhart. But that all said, right now they look to be the projected starters and hopefully they perform well enough to not be overtaken. So overall, this offensive line is kind of mixed. I say our tackles are definitely well-versed, well-experienced, definitely will give them an A or an A-minus at the moment. Our guards, on the other hand, are a little... um, Up in the air, and I really I will have to give them a C plus just because I have no clue how they're going to perform this season. So overall, in the offensive line, if you really care enough, I would give them a B a B flat. That all said, I think you know it's either going to be a boomer bust year for some of these guys. They're either going to perform really well or they're going to get dominated. And in the Big Ten, you once you get dominated, there's no coming back from that. So it's, they're really going to have to perform extremely well right off the bat against Minnesota and then Michigan State and then on and then on because we have a very tough schedule this season. So if the offensive line can stay intact, give Joe Milton some protection and also some gaps so he can get out in space and run, I think our offense will look really good this year and can put up a lot of points. So that's my picks for the offense. Again, just some... Pointers. We have half veterans, half first year starters. I mean, by if you look at position wise, it's very mixed. If you look at the offense in general, I think we have an offense that can compete with any team in the Big Ten. Um, maybe Ohio State too. That's really up in the air. That all said, they all have a lot to prove. Again, this is a very young team this year, and. I'm really just going to have to wait and see. It's a crazy year with COVID. I'm just so happy that we're even having the opportunity to play and these guys have an opportunity to show what they can do. So now they have to make the most of it. So that is it for this episode. Please watch out. I'm coming out with a defensive lineup episode in the next few days. Um, but with that, I just want to say, go blue. and Have a great day, everybody.